Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Vredestein tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching... FSR. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon, where we may have to throw the entire show out with the Mets scoring seven runs in the ninth inning to take the lead over the Phillies 8-7. to seven. Everything else we did, it's just filler. NBA playoffs, NFL news, Tom Brady's been lying to us for 20 years. Oh, yeah. Seven in the top of the ninth for the Mets. Mike Harmon, we're down 7-1, to one, and they just keep hitting and hitting and hitting and hitting. Mike Harmon, I, Mike Harmon, say something! I had to wait for you to uh, need to take a breath because you were so uh, excited, and I, I wanted to make sure I didn't curse on air. Oh, I might so hyperventilate. I, so oh, I muted man. my microphone just to make sure because uh, as I watched this inning unfolding, I've got the Stanley Cup playoffs on my, my television, 
and I'm watching things uh, start to escalate there in Philadelphia, and, and I may or may not have uttered several. Uh, I don't even know that those words had ever been uh, hyphenated and put together, but they were just now because there's so much fun. Now, obviously, I was lamenting to our, our guy, Don, uh, our technical producer tonight, the fact that we don't have any live NBA to break down. But I sure as hell was not wanting to see this happen because then it it becomes about the Mets. We're already getting tweets for people saying over under of how long I'm sticking with the show because they're going to talk about the Mets all night. (laughs) So uh, a lot of angst and consternation in that regard. There's no question about it. But uh, look, we love big rallies. The fact that DeSager was fired up about it, you know, it, it really does kick it off in a whole different way. And I, w- I was trying to think of some story that, that could override it in, in the moment. I was furiously uh, going through all of my social media accounts and other than trying to just get people to do a poll about which is the greatest Star Wars fight of all time. I got nothing. <laughs> well, here's the thing. It's like in the last five minutes, my, things went 180 degrees for a couple of big things, right? We'll get to Tom Brady, who's been lying. Again, Tom Brady's been lying to us for two decades. Uh, Hey, 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 hey. He didn't lie about anything. He's been been lying. He's been lying to us. We got the proof. But two big things happened. 180 degrees. I'm like, oh, my goodness. One is the Mets seven-run ninth inning, which, oh, my God. Oh, my God. The second thing is reviews from Dr. Strange are starting to come out, and I was really nervous because last night, you know, for some of the premieres, it was, ah, it gets kind of messy. It's a, you know, it's a two-star movie, and I'm saying, oh, my goodness, I really hope this multiverse is going to get so messy. I'm so nervous about Marvel. And now some reviews are coming in, and Doctor Strange is playing pretty well. So now I'm excited about Doctor Strange yeah. going to see it this weekend. Yeah, no, I'm kind of fired up about it. My my daughter's going to go with a bunch of her friends tomorrow. Uh, obviously excited to see you know what Sam Raimi's got going on. Sam, 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 Sam. Well, Sam, no, because I mean, he's fantastic. Sam, Sam. But back to the Mets thing for a second. <laughs> Because this is really why I wanted to get this off my heart. I've been, I think I've been a pretty good person lately. You know, you mean, I, just lately? Maybe for no, your soul? No, no, no. But, so the but first I mean, 40 some odd years of your life, no. But that, lately, that wasn't the okay. point, Jackass. Okay. It was the. No, I'm just saying. Okay. I, I think I've really been a, a light for people. Okay. Right? This mental health awareness month, checking in on people, trying okay. to bring people together, being a decent mentor, I think, to some folks, not only in our building, but, you know, some folks thinking about where they're going to college and offering some ins and outs. All of these things where I think I'm living right, and then the Mets score seven runs in the ninth. And I say, <laughs> why? Why? I did everything I was supposed to. <laughs> You're like West Wing when Bartlett was yelling at God. Did I not raise a family? Did I not cut unemployment? Did I? He's, running, he's walking up and down the cathedral and he's yelling at God. Did I not do all these things? Did I not? Did I not praise you? Oh, I get it. I get it. I get so, it. So I mean, that was pretty well done, right? That was pretty well orchestrated, right there. It that was. That was just a, you know extemporaneous speaking. Open mouth, say things. That's uh-huh. what we do here in the evenings here on Fox Sports Radio. There was no script. I'm actually looking at a Topps rookie card of Tyler McGill on my desk right now that I was going to put in a sleeve and, and give to you. But now Aww. that they scored seven runs in the ninth, I may burn it. 
<laughs> and it doesn't matter because now the game is over. The Mets win. Edwin Diaz closes it out. I'm ready for the World Series. I'm ready. Screw everything. I'm ready for the World Series. We don't need the rest of the 130 games. No, I'm ready. I'm ready for the World Series. You know what? Screw. I'm ready to just hoist the trophy. I was ready for Mets, Dodgers, NLCS a couple weeks ago. Uh, two days ago, I was ready for the Mets, Yankees World Series. No, now I'm just ready. Give us the trophy. Now I just want the trophy and hold it up and go, yeah, now I'm ready for that. Look at how excited you are. And Doctor Strange. And probably, what, a nice sandwich, maybe a burger that'll show up at your desk a little later on in the show. I mean, there's a mm. lot going on. Positivity here on a Thursday night. Uh, and, and I like your your thrust with the the Mets and the excitement that you have. We'll see how it carries you through the summer. For me, I got a two-game sweep of the Cubs at Wrigley Field followed by an off day. White Sox are surging and starting to get healthy. So all's right with the world. Maybe we could have a a collision course where those two teams meet and I can get to show you around my hometown for a game. Mm. Okay. How about that? All right, all right. Take I'm it. We'll go it. get some uh, breaded steak sandwiches. Mm, breaded steak sandwiches. Yeah, mm. some jardinier and some beautiful red sauce on there. Lots of cheese. Yeah, no, it's good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Now you got me thinking about food. No, but Mets, I can't get off the Mets. No, no, no. Mets, see what Mets, I did? Mets, 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 Mets. How about, you the Mets? How about America? America? Did you see how genius that was? <laughs> I got him thinking about cheese. <laughs> and even for a moment, it made his brain, the synapses, stop firing because he started thinking about food. And then once again, it was like the crackle and he's moving the antenna around. It's like, ah, there it is. Mets, 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 Mets. Uh, You ready for a stat from Jimmy Traina? Our guy, you ready for this? Yeah. The last 25 seasons, the Mets were 0 and 330. So zero wins and 330 losses when trailing by at least six runs in the ninth inning. The Mets win tonight, 8-7. Biggest comeback win in 20 five years they are now one and 330 when trailing by six runs now, in the ninth did he give us the rest of major league teams in that scenario because i gotta imagine that's not that rare oh come on how many times the teams come to score six runs in the ninth, seven runs in the ninth inning to win a game that doesn't happen that often i'm saying with a sample often. size of like that's what i mean maybe is that it doesn't one, happen maybe, that often so maybe, them getting it done oh boy, you know, maybe once a year maybe maybe I'm just saying, those those are statistics that you just kind of shrug and go, yeah, okay. Maybe once a year a team will do that. Because that's only really impressive if other teams are doing it with some regularity. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But... Boy, I'll tell you what, um, now just because, you know, the, the best story is always in the losing rock locker room, but not really. This is about the Mets. Think about Philadelphia for a second, all right? They're down two zip in the East, and Bede's not coming back in game three. And now, okay, well, the Phillies are going to, we're going to take one out of the Mets. We're up 7-1. Nope, nope, nope. Going home with a big fat L. And Philadelphia is just like New York, where every win and loss, it's either, it's the greatest thing in the world, or everything is awful, and I'm ready to stop watching sports forever. That's what tonight's going to be in Philadelphia. Whew, man, I'll tell you. No, it's great, though. Great for local radio, a lot of shouting. I mean, you, you can do the phone calls all night long. Mm. You don't have to work at all. Kick your feet up. 
Was this the greatest comeback in baseball history? 877-99 on five. Uh, with prices soaring at the pump, Discover's got you back with cash back. Use Discover to earn 5% cash back at gas stations and Target. Now through June on up to $1,500 in purchases when you activate. Learn more at discover.com slash rewards limitations. They do apply. Well, we will have more on this Mets win, on this incredible Mets. No, we on, won't. On Mets, on it's Mets a night. win. It's Mets That's night. It. It's Mets night. They're 19 and 9. Yes. Who cares? Let's Great. start setting up the Kentucky Derby card. No, listen, oh, listen. Let's go world. race by race and no. pick winners. Dude, we're setting up the World Series now. We're ready for the, ready for the World Series. Let's rank on. all the Marvel movies. I, I don't know. I don't oh, want to no, talk Mets all night. We can do that too, but this—I mean, this win is—I mean, this is something. This is not. This is World Series type stuff. Only because um, it's over the Phillies. Uh, it, it could in be a game anybody. that Bryce Harper did hit a home run. Oh, and he—he he hit one that—that uh, that was a—I think NASA is tracking it. It's deep you, and it's not playable. As soon as he hit it, I was like, "Oh, that's not even." <laughs> well, don't it, even it run showed back. up on the NORAD yeah. uh, for folks that are early <laughs> tracking Santa Claus's whereabouts. <laughs> it's like, don't even bother going back. That's where one of those home runs where Barry Bonds used to just stay. Stand and turn. And, and not even turn around and yes. just stay there go, that's a home run. Not even going to do it. Why, nope, is, why, why is he stretching his knees and not nope. bothering? Nope. Not even. Gonna I got all these folks going, this is going to be a long four hours. I'm not going to do it. Not going to do it. Just hang with us. It. We're going to make it funny. Or at uh, least I will. I'll get listen. him off of this. Listen, listen, just, just, just listen. Danny, Diz, hang with us. What a, what a, what, what, you're calling people out? Nobody did. Stop it. No one's, everybody. Well, they're, they're telling me they hate radio. you already. Oh, just stop. You know what? People hate greatness. It happens. People hate greatness. Uh... <laughs> But I am ready for the World Series. Now I'm ready for the World Series. Uh, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Now, what we got to get into uh, coming up in a couple minutes is Tom Brady uh, lying to everybody, which we will. But no NBA tonight, which is kind of weird, right? New Stanley Cup. People turn on TNT going, what is this? I'm, where is the NBA? I don't understand. What We got hockey on TNT? Uh, so no NBA games tonight. But we did get the one big piece of news that Dylan Brooks suspended for game three against Golden State after the foul that uh, knocked Gary Payton out for likely the rest of the playoffs with that bad elbow injury. Um, I don't know how the NBA thought this was enough. I, I, I really don't. He needed the series. He needed a multiple game suspension. He needed a three-game suspension at least. We don't have our player for the rest of the series and beyond. I get that you can't push it a certain number, but they need to be without him for the rest of the series because that was as dirty as it gets. It's a, it's a player in the air, and it's from behind, and he doesn't make a play on the ball. This is, this is the suspension you put out there that says, yep, this is a multiple-game suspension. This is something no one can argue about, and I can't believe the NBA went really weak on it. And that, that is not a satisfactory punishment. And the other part of it is, the worst part, is that this series now is going to stay physical and chippy. And more players could possibly end up getting hurt because this does not this does not do anything for the Golden State Warriors. They're going to take to the court. They're going to be pissed as hell. Because, oh, this guy gets one game, we lose a guy for the playoffs on about as dirty a play as you could possibly imagine, and they lose a guy for one game? Yeah, uh, you think that's going to stop it? No. But if you suspended him for the rest of the series, which is what he should have gotten okay let's reset now your guy got hurt our guy is out for the playoffs okay we we, we got to get down here and play basketball no there's still too much bloodlust out there for this I, I sometimes look the NFL is really wild and they they swing uh the pendulum when when they make decisions on certain punishments but the NBA is just it's hard to figure out why something is is oh this is absolutely a flagrant two and a suspension and it's well is it really and then another one could be well here's a guy getting 
hit from behind. The guy's in the air. It's 30. The guy broke his elbow. Yeah, no, only one game. At the end, this is a complete epic fail by the NBA and the Dylan Brooks thing. Yeah, I think part of it is, I, I guess, going back to the, the play itself, right? And you have to not listen to medical reports and judge it based on the play. And to a person, I think anybody that's watched it, has come to the conclusion of, hey, it's dirty, it's out of sorts, it's a frustration foul as much as anything, because I don't know that that's been said as much as it should. I've tried to bang the drum with that, right? Because it's not a premeditated, hey, I'm going to hammer this guy. It was a, all right, I'm, I'm struggling, and I'm frustrated, and I, I go and I make a, a really boneheaded play. That's got to be looked at independently of, all right, can we establish how long... Peyton's going to be out and then adjudicate accordingly. Yeah, I don't think you can do it that way. I don't think you should do it that way. But one game, we've seen guys uh, loaded up from, for less. But I guess we, we're trying to have it both ways as a, as a media and as, as fans of the game, Jason, in that a lot of folks want rough and tumble, hey, you know, that's just a good, hard playoff foul. And then try to figure out where the line is versus, hey, that's dirty. We shouldn't have it. This is the NBA in 2022. You know what I mean? Like, I, th- I think people are trying to talk out of both sides of their mouths with some of this in, in terms of what they expect from the playoffs versus the, the way the game is legislated today uh, against playoffs in history. And for this one, yeah, I don't, I don't think there's anybody that disagrees uh, that this was over the line. And then now you were judging intent in terms of trying to add those extra games to it. So misses the one game, opportunity for the Warriors to take advantage, Kaminga, Poole, whoever has to step in. It's unfortunate that Peyton's hurt, but they, they made the move and, and moved on. So uh, for the NBA, look, if Adam Silver and, and his team are always going to get credited for stuff, we've got to trust his judgment here, don't we? Uh, I, I, I say that I, I say that with sarcasm <laughs> dripping down. From, look, I, it, sorry, folks, if you, if you forgot my sarcasm font on the radio. Uh, look, I, I, I get where it's hard to judge into certain, but this was pretty black and white. This is from behind. The guy's in the air. It doesn't make a play on the ball. That's it's pretty easy. I mean, it's it, if you're going to try to judge intent, this is where you judge intent, right? I mean, Draymond Green at least look. Draymond Green deserved to get tossed. He pulled the guy down. At least he tried to hold him up a little bit. At uh, the end. Yeah, you know, a tiny bit. You know, you well, but Dylan Brooks was, immediately went over to Peyton to see if he was hurt. So should he get points for that? No, no, no. Did you oh, not I'm see him sorry. walk straight under the stanchion to say, so "I'm if, sorry"? So, so if are I you okay? You, if I walk up to you on the street and you go, "Hey, do what's up," I go, "Hey, Mike," and. Boom, I no, 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 but I'm asking, go, but it's, hey, are it's you the okay? same, but it's the same thing as the Draymond no, no, Green, but that was at least, he that was clubbed him, that was he in the middle clubbed of him, and then he, right. well, but, th- but that in was, this case, that was he still couldn't while the play him. was going on, right, well, look, obviously, Draymond Green, it's two different plays, but Draymond Green, while the play was going, at least tried to hold him up a little bit, doesn't mean it still wasn't dirty, didn't deserve what he got, this was, th- this was not defensible on any, on, on any way. I, 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 I fail to see how the NBA draws a one-game conclusion on this. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand. If, I, if I'm Steve Kerr and I'm the Warriors, I go, what the hell, man? Really? And now watch what happens this weekend. Watch 
what happens the first time somebody in, in garbage time or when someone's coming off the bench, you watch what could happen to somebody because the NBA could have taken care of this and they didn't. And now, now you're going to watch that game all nervous going, oh, boy, what's going to happen the next time a guy goes out for a, a breakaway dunk and he's up in the air? What's going to happen? Oh, it's, it's, it's tough, man. It's, it's really tough. Well, if, if it, this really that. is the code and honor and all of those words that we talk about from a few good men, then it, nothing should happen, right? Isn't that what we always say? Hey, it'll take care of itself. So all of these guys are in the fraternity. Shouldn't they just say, hey, you know what? That was terrible. We can't do anything like that. Let's love one another and not contest in, in that way. Is I mean, if, if we're to believe the you know, shock and outrage as to how out of bounds this is, then the players shouldn't be taking it upon themselves for anybody to come even close to this. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it, I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show. Welcome to Mets Night. Mets, 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 oh. Mets, Mets, Mets. See, I was, gonna, I was going to lead this hour with Phil Mickelson and his $40 million in gambling loss. Uh, come on, that's something everybody knows. The Mets scored seven in the ninth. Yeah, Who but we got a dollar amount to it. <laughs> Are you really surprised Phil Mickelson has lost $40 million gambling why, why do you think in his he's career? He's looking at this really? other tour along with Sergio Garcia. Uh, I got to get someplace else. Maybe more money to gamble. More money. <laughs> you know, could that be a television show? Would people watch? Okay, with sports gambling, just for a second, right? The story today Phil Mickelson, according to an upcoming book, has lost $40 million gambling over his career. Would it be a television show to watch Mickelson and Charles Barkley gamble on events? Like, would yes. that be a show? Like, some of it could be real sports, not real sports, but I mean, like, professional sports. But some of it could be stuff like, hey, what? Hey, $100,000, that kid can't walk with a plate balanced on his head across the room. You know, and they bet on that. And, and the, you know, the, someone comes in with the money and they stack it. Like, is that a show? Would people watch that? I have no doubt. No doubt. Add, okay. add a comedian and, and you're there. Right? Oh, a comedian like that- would have to host it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comedian, like yeah. you got that yeah. rat in the kitchen show with Ludo. Yeah, right. oh, that Chef would work. Now, yeah. who is that? Natasha Leggero, right? Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. I think is the host. So yeah, I mean, why why not? Uh, I think like I, I Adam think you'd Scott. Watch. I'm I'm seeing Adam Scott hosting. I think Dry that would be and pretty snarky. good. Yeah, 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 good. yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, I, I, well, I, he's I, also shilling for box wine now. So he's he's, uh, he's my kind of guy. I'm there. <laughs> hey, uh, do you want to? I have an endorsement opportunity. Yes. What is it? It's boxed wine. Hey, it'll take me back to high school. Great. It's All right. It's supposed to be pretty good wine, though. <laughs> it's like it actually reviews wine. well. It's some wine in a box. Yeah, it's wine exactly. in a box, though. It's a, that's okay. It's, okay, you got to get past know. the stigma. You no, just got to get past it. Okay, it's okay, wine. Okay. Once let's, it's in your glass, it's delicious. Right. But let, let's let it aerate, chill let's, for a moment, watch let, a little TV, <laughs> and then swirl it around real pretty, right. and then boom. But no, but wine. let's just understand for a second that it's probably good wine. Compare, like if you lower the bar, going what kind of wine I'm really going to get out of a box, and if you get some that tastes okay, you're like, oh, that's surprising. No. Now, probably still not nearly as good as wine you get out of you know bottles. But uh, pro- okay, maybe in a pinch, hey, this is better than I expected it was going to be because it's out of a box. Maybe they're looking at it from the biodegrading process. Maybe there's something there uh, in, in that they've they've figured it out. <laughs> is this is wine any good? It doesn't matter. It's biodegradable. Oh, well, I'll, I'll, yeah, get, get, me, get me five no, no, boxes no, but, of that. But here's the, here's the other point, is that you got a lot of dopes that <laughs> judge wine, and, and oh, it's really great based on what you tell them you paid for it. I'm going <laughs> to... Right? I'm just gonna, oh, this is a great wine. Oh, <laughs> $9.99. Oh, it sucks. 
It's like, gonna, no, you don't know the difference. I can blind taste test your ass all over the place. Hey, you have no idea what I'm doing. I, I'll bring in my guy, Will Blackman, who's a Somalier, as well as a uh, you can't say that NFL word on the quarterback. Air. You can't say that word I on did. the air. I did. No, you can't say that. You can't say that. Uh, the can't other turn of phrase, maybe can't. I can't, but no, that one I could. Uh, you maybe I just get the line and say the best thing is just put it on your porch and you watch it biodegrade in front of you. Well, you can watch the be bees, for that watch bees and ants and, and birds come and take bits off. Well, it's like all those people that turn a can, you know, put a burger in a jar and watch it degrade. You can do the same thing here. What are you doing? Science. Oh, Twitter and how about a fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. With prices soaring at the pump, Discover's got your back with cash back. Use Discover to earn 5% cash back at gas stations and Target now through June on up to $1,500 in purchases when you activate. Learn more at discover.com slash rewards limitations. They do apply. So, yeah, I, I'm seeing that as being a show, and I think that could work. Mickelson and Barkley just yeah. gambling on different things. No, I'm in. You know, gambling, I like that. Does that girl lose the balloon she's holding sometime in the next three minutes? Uh, I, 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 I got oh, 500 grand that says yes. That, oh, that's great. Yeah, you walk yeah, up yeah, to yeah, a yeah. family at an amusement park and hand the kid a balloon, and now you're betting on yeah. whether that balloon survives the walk down yeah. uh, to the next ride. So I think that's a show. We got, we, got to, we got to call our people at Fox and tell them, how about this for a show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you need to see the money. You need to see the money. Like, you need to have a Virgil yeah, yeah, who can come can... out from behind with a briefcase and go, Yeah, but we yeah. could completely, you know, I mean, look, you, you've seen it with Hugh laying on a bed of money and breaking <laughs> bed. We, we, we could come up with that and make it look real. Mr. Barkley, what is your wager? Uh, $250,000. Let me count that out. $100,000, $250,000 stacked right here. Okay, Mr. Mickelson. Yep, here you go. Okay, very good. And let's play. Now, let's play. Let's play. Here we go. Let's what? play. Too soon, man. What? No, I mean, I'm just saying let's no, play. No, no, you dusted homage. up Regis it's, there. Whoa. Was we not talking a, about Dustin. What are you talking that about? Was not a, that was it's not an, an homage. homage. It's an homage. No, that it's was Regis mean. saying, let's play. Spirit. It's an homage. I didn't say what happened. I didn't say, no, I, it was an homage. Let's play. Let's play. Right here. Remember, remember when that was a one night a week event, and then all of a sudden it's like every night and then every day? Yeah, it no, was like on every times a day. Why, yeah. why are there like nine different versions yeah. in syndication? What? The seat's still warm for crying out loud. No, they had one point where they put Who Wants to Be a Millionaire on like four nights in a week. They just said, screw oh, yeah. it, we're going to win sweeps. It's going to be on four nights in a week. Oh, okay then. All right, I guess it's going to work. No, and then they, they put it in syndication, and you've had yeah. a number of uh, hosts so over the years, you know, five, five days a week. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Fire it off. Uh, now, it's a no basketball night tonight, which is weird, nah, right? Here we are yeah. on a Thursday night, and we don't have games. It's like, really? we got hockey. Yeah, well, it's a, a, lot, like a, a lot of people turning on TNT right now going, what the hell is going where, where? Okay, it's, it's somewhere else, right? There's a game somewhere else. Isn't it, isn't it, don't the Warriors play tonight? Isn't it? No, we're not, no they don't, we don't play till well, Saturday. Dal- what the hell, well, man? Well, you got Dallas one nothing over Calgary in the, the first intermission. Uh, that means on TBS, the marathon of Star Wars movies ended. Yeah. <laughs> I, w- I was watching them for all the fights, even though I have 
them at my disposal on demand at any yeah, moment. Yeah, you can see them anywhere said, you want uh, to. Yeah, yeah no, I, I look, I subscribe to the service, so I have it. But I, I said, you know what? I, I pay my money for, because, well, because we're working from, you know, the, the remote Fox Sports Radio studios. So I still have to have, you know, cable-like packages to be able to watch these sporting events, which means, damn it, I'm going to get, when I'm actually sitting down, I'm going to get my value out of that too. <laughs> and so I said, let's see what's actually on commercials and what movies they're previewing. A lot of Top Gun ads. Yeah, it's got, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's coming, man. You see Tom Cruise uh, uh, landed on, on a, in a helicopter for the premiere last night? Yeah, what did that cost? Uh, well, no, here's the thing. That's the movie. You know, you oh, don't that know, was but that's, that's the movie. And yes, when John Hamm cheered for him, that was going to yeah. be in the movie? You're going to get the trailer. You're going to get Tom Cruise landing the helicopter. It's going to be like a five-minute thing, and they're going to show the first one. And there's then he no turns mo- into Trust Moon me, no Knight movie. or Doctor Strange or something. <laughs> he turns into Moon Knight. Uh, he, suddenly, Tom Cruise has three different personalities. That's it's, Or uh, it's, or it's no actually movie. just another preview for a Return to the Mummy. There's no, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they're not making another movie. I think that dark universe got uh it got canceled pretty i was fast. really hyped for uh, it but gonna, that yeah. movie stunk no because you know why because no one wants to see the mummy or frankenstein or dracula anymore it does i, I could have told you, you i could have told universal yeah you want to throw back to the 1930s with movies oh that sounds great no one's going to see it remember the Kenneth no one's Braddock going to see him and uh robert de niro frankenstein i had to see that for an assignment Ooh, and I went boy, on the okay. opening night. No, we were doing, uh, it was a uh, literature of the body. So like the way, you know, descriptions and science and everything kind of merged in. So that movie came out and it's like, hey, you could do a, a write-up for credit. So I went and saw it and I walked in the next day to the professor. I said, I want my money back. <laughs> what do you mean? Goes, this was terrible. And by then, I'd established that. a rapport enough that that they appreciated my sentiments. Like, okay. looked at me and went, "Really that bad?" I go, yeah, that, might have, "That might have been the worst movie I've ever sat through." And I forced like ten of my friends to come. I'm not going to make you reimburse me for their tickets, but damn it, you're paying me back for mine. And then that assignment got canceled. Oh, that's right. We're, we're going to cancel that. We're, yeah, we're no, it's terrible. Yeah, I, I convinced them, even though I, I love Robert De Niro and. Uh, Look, I, I celebrate uh, Professor Lockhart every chance I get. <laughs> Twitter it out about a fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Now, look, a few minutes ago we talked about Trey Lance and the report from NFL mm-hmm. insider Matt Lombardo that he continues to underwhelm the 49ers with his development. And, and look, this is when I said, when I told you that ah, there's a reason why the Niners are keeping Jimmy Garoppolo, and if, if Trey Lance was their guy, he would have been gone. He would have been, even with the shoulder surgery, he would have been gone because it would have been, hey, we want Jimmy to see our doctors. The doctors would have said, oh, yep, Jimmy Garoppolo's going to be fine. There's no doubt in my mind he's ready for training camp. And there would have been a trade. And the Niners would have sucked it up and said, okay, we tried to bluff you that we want a first-round pick for Jimmy. Said, Doesn't matter. People know that Jimmy's just a guy, right? And even though the other quarterbacks in the NFL went for bigger prize value, they're way better than Garoppolo. But they would have done it. They would have moved on even if he was injured. But the fact they didn't is because Trey Lance may be a bust. Because you have to be ready to play by the beginning of year two. If you're not ready, you're a bust. I'm sorry, this is how the NFL works. They can't sit here and wait for years and years and years for you. And the two guys that continue to gain so much attention are Garoppolo and Baker Mayfield. And what's going to happen with them? And at this point, I'm going to tell you exactly where it's going to go for both of them, all right? 
Jimmy Garoppolo is going to stay a 49er, and it's going to be a huge pain in the ass for the Niners to have to explain all the time, and for John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan to have to stand up in front of, of, of reporters all the time and go, we love Trey, he's great, we're going to get him in, you know, we knew it was going to be, he was going to be a project, it was going to take a while, we have packages for him now, and they're going to get him into games in very small drips and drabs this fall. And Jimmy Garoppolo is still going to wind up starting, and they're going to hope that let's kick the can down the road on Trey Lance for another year and maybe by year three he gets it but eventually you're going to have to suck it up and say hey we biffed this draft pick we traded up to number three for a guy who just isn't any good right because quarterbacks you have to be ready when you come into the league there's no more wait and we sit no you got to be ready to play one year uh, okay the Niners got away from it they got to the NFC title game they were loaded in in other areas I understand that but now the guy's got to play Right, So that's how it's going. Garoppolo's going to stay a 49er, and we're going to do this dance all through the season. Mayfield, he's going to be a Brown for a while because he's not with the team, and at some point they're going to wait and hope that a team gets desperate to trade for him. And it may be even deep into the summer where Mayfield is not – he's still a Brown, but he's not going to be with the team. right? Because we watched the Browns talk today, uh, yesterday, and Stefanski saying, hey, we got three quarterbacks we're rolling with, and Deshaun Watson's one of them, and if something happens with a suspension, we have three guys, not saying Baker Mayfield. So for both of these guys, what's going to happen is they're going to sit for a while. Garoppolo's going to stay and Mayfield's going to be someone who sticks around, sticks around. He's going to be a Brown for a while. He's going to chafe. He's going to want out, and the Browns are going to say, we're going to figure something out. We're not going to bite the bullet. We don't want to pay all $18 million of your salary, and they're going to hope that a team is either a little unhappy with their quarterback situation or they get a little nervous and they say okay let's pull the trigger on a trade and you're not going to get a lot for him but maybe they'll pay the they'll they'll pay the uh the, the money for him for this year and you can get out for whatever it's going to be they're going to hold on to him for a while because there's no reason to just give him away now right one he, if he's not with the team and he's away from them and he's not he's working out on his own ready for his next team now you got to sit and wait because everybody's got their quarterbacks and all the teams want to get a look at them right they all want to get a look at see the only place I would say to try to push to go if you can is Tampa where you would go in and learn under Tom Brady for a year or two then maybe get another chance to start either with the Bucks or with a different team but right now there's nothing there's, there's nothing that's going to happen Mayfield's going to stay a Brown maybe even into the summer where a team finally decides okay let's do this and let's go get Baker Mayfield because we need something the guy won't may not need a lot of time to get up to speed he's been a starting quarterback in the NFL for the past four years but both of these guys are going to stay on their teams for a while. Garoppolo will stay for the season. He'll wind up playing, and Baker Mayfield will wind up getting dealt at some point, maybe even late summer. Yeah, I think the next couple of months will be very telling, right? And we're in that bit of a dead period, and I know there's a lot of rankings of who's left in terms of free agency, but notice, I mean, there's there's not quarterback news at this point. It's a lot of, all right, go figure out uh, how this all gets integrated. For Trey Lance, he's got a couple of months before Garoppolo's able to throw a football. So every mini camp, every meeting, every Zoom call, anything he can do to try to work on timing with players on that roster and with the coaches and to convince the front office that he's their guy, uh, he should be working overtime, right? And for, for Garoppolo, just get well. And I think they're, both he and Mayfield are in the same space. Somebody gets hurt and there's a need, particularly you know for Garoppolo, more so for an upper half team that they'd say, come on in, professional, 
guy doing the job, right? Baker Mayfield, the story today was that he had a bunch of family and hangers on complaining that the Browns sabotaged the back end of his year. Like, Mm -hmm. you went out and played. You were hurt. You played terribly. Next question. Right? I mean, guys got hurt. There was attrition. And if you're going to say, hey, it's because they got rid of Odell Beckham Jr., it's like, yes, because you were really taking full advantage of his aptitude <laughs> and his talents on the field. Are you bleeping kidding me? Likewise, Jarvis Landry became a jag before he got hurt. Now he went into the market thinking he was going to get a King's ransom. Guess what? Still waiting on a deal. So you got that. For Baker Mayfield, I, I think it's l- legit. You hold on and, and you're riding it out because there's no, there's no reason to get rid of him at this point, right? You, you don't have any other need to where it's a desperation move to go into free agency part two to make a move. So you wait for the inevitability and you don't wish injury on anybody, which is why we don't go into any specifics. But I think he's more likely where there's a bigger net for him, right? In, in terms of uh, the haves and have nots. Because I think with some of the have-nots, if they do have an injury or decide that a player is underperforming, Baker could get a shot to be the next guy. With Jimmy, I think he's the all right. He's the short-term solution for a better team if something befalls their starter. Not that he wouldn't get a look, but I think they're at, at a little bit of a different part in their career. The other thing with, with Baker, you've got the questions of, all right, if we're trying to build culture, is this the guy? What says this is the guy? Right from a professionalism and that standpoint, I think he's talent-wise. I think there's stuff to be untapped, uh, you know, and unlocked. But there's also all the other you have to still sort through, which most GMs and coaches don't have the time on their clock to do it at this point. Twitter at how about a fresca, Mike? It's swollen dome. The Jason Smiths with Mike Harmon. So there you go. There's the handicap for both of those guys. Jimmy G stays. Baker stays for a while, and then they hope a team gets desperate because he's going to be away from the team, so it's okay. He can stay. He can make all the noise on social media he wants. I want out. Why were you doing me wrong? Yeah, you're not. Just stay. We're paying you. Just wait. Just wait. You'll be, you'll be on a new team at some point. Uh, that's kind of how it's going to go. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Happy Mets night. Tonight's show brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone's got the free services you need to help you get back on the road like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. If you're having trouble starting your car, AutoZone will test your battery for free and help you find the issue so you don't spend money on parts you don't need. With over 5,600 locations nationwide, AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply, so get in the zone. AutoZone. Well, we are on a no NBA game Thursday night, so a great time to sit back and say, what have we seen? What are we looking forward to? Can we see teams come back from down to zip? Joining us now on a hotline, a man who is set for his interview to be the Lakers head coach. It is tomorrow at noon. Uh, I will be escorting him to the interview, uh, like Virgil with the briefcase of money so they can hire him. Uh, L.A. Times, NBA insider extraordinaire, longtime friend of the show, Dan Wojcicki. D-Dub, what's happening? Gentlemen, I am not going to sleep a wink tonight. I'm so excited to go in there and talk to one of my nine potential bosses with the Lakers organization. <laughs> well, here's the thing. They haven't told me if your interview is with Genie Bus or no, Phil what are you Jackson. Doing here? 
Yeah. Or, or, or Linda Rambis. It could be Linda Rambis, too. Uh, it could be with Magic Johnson. I, I don't know. There's a lot. There's Bill a lot of things Charmin happening. Bill Charmin's ghost. The ghost of Bill Sherman. <laughs> You've been HBO, watching a little bit of Winning HBO Time, I take there. it. Yeah, this is HBO. What are you doing in here? Um, Jack McKinney's bicycle. <laughs> could be a lot of people. Why, be a lot why of are you people. giving me this plaid jacket to wear? What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're asking me to levitate? I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I biffed that interview. They're not going to hire me. They're going <laughs> to no, right. probably hire Doc Rivers. All right, I guess I screwed that yeah. one up. <laughs> probably might not be wrong. <laughs> might not be wrong. That could happen. I mean, really. Look, we, we talked and joked around about it, but look. When the Sixers lose the series, because they will, they're going to yep. blame Doc, and and Doc yep. is because because Doc's interest level clearly lies into, hey, I don't want people blaming me for things. He's not a great adjuster. He's not someone that's going to give you any kind of big. He's not Nick Nurse, where he's going to say, okay, we're going to do this differently because we don't have Joel Embiid. Sure. This, that. he's not, and and he's and he can't get all the star players to play at the level they play at. This is a big thing with the Clippers, so he's going to be out, and the Sixers are going to say we need somebody else. Um, I'm wondering if it's not going to be that landing spot with the Lakers when it's all said and done. It, 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 it makes a lot of sense for a lot of reasons. One, like the Lakers love a big name, right? And they love a big name that they're familiar with. And, and while Doc has never played for the Lakers, has never coached for the Lakers, um, he knows where the building is. And I think like that seems close, right? Like um, he flirted um, or at least reportedly flirted with the Lakers pr- prior to this, got an extension with the Clippers out of it. Um, it, you know, and, and look, I mean, I think there is a rightfully so a lot of folks on the things that Dr. Rivers isn't, um, Dr. Rivers is very experienced. He has worked with stars, um, of all ilk, you know, has dealt with egos, um, galore and has, has managed them, um, you know, somewhere between adequately to successfully, I would say. And <clears throat> I think when you look at sort of, you know, the, the decisions that the Lakers are, are being faced with. Uh, potentially like having to figure out a way to try to make it work with Russell Westbrook or, um, you know, obviously at least LeBron James, Anthony Davis in a roster that'll be a little bit handcuffed. You know, I mean, I think like you would, with Doc, you sort of at least sort of know, right? Like if you're, if you're going down the, the Darvin Ham road or if you're going down a, a Adrian Griffin road, that, that, that to me seems a little bit more, maybe it's higher ceiling, but it certainly seems like a lower floor too like maybe you found taylor jenkins i don't know um or maybe you did and and that's to me you know when you're dealing with lebron james at 38 years old um i would just probably be as risk adverse as possible i will say i think one one thing you know we joked about all the different lakers bosses and stuff like that uh doc rivers has the juice to kind of tell people to get out of his way you know right like i'm gonna do this i'm doing it my way like stay out of my meetings and i think um that might be a good thing. See, the thing is, Dan, everything you just said was great, but I think you had the Lakers at, oh, I know where the building is. Oh, okay, so I, he can just walk around. Okay, great. Don't have to worry about that. He knows He knows the yeah. city. Yeah, we're, we're all good. Yeah, come on, and you start tomorrow. He doesn't even have to cancel his country club memberships. They're probably still there from the Clippers. And if, you know, he, he might have to do a reinstatement fee. But, like, you know, I think it's good for him, too. Like, obviously, he's very comfortable here. Um, it makes a lot of sense in a lot of ways. Now, you know, the timing of it, like, again, when he's been sort of at the center of the storm of the series, um, the decision to, to still ride with DeAndre Jordan, by the way, a decision not popular with Laker fans who saw a lot of DeAndre Jordan this year. 
um, you know, I, I, I think it would make people a little nervous and, and probably rightfully so. I just think that it is like knowing the Lakers and kind of knowing how they operate. That seems like a, a logical place for them to be locked in on. Now, look, Doc Rivers may want more power than they're willing to offer. He may want more money than they're willing to offer. And, and we could, they could very easily find themselves in the same situation that they were in four years ago or three, three years ago, I'm sorry, when they were, you know, fixated on Monty Williams and it didn't work out. Fixated on Tyron Lue and it didn't work out. And they stumbled into Frank Vogel, who, by the way, won you a title. You know, like maybe, maybe that's what happened. But um, probably not winning the title. But, like, maybe you stumble into a good coach as a second or third choice. Maybe, you know, maybe it's Scott Brooks or somebody like that. And, and like, he's the right guy at the right time. Um, you don't know. But I think as we kind of gain theory this out right now, this is the situation they're in. They fired a good coach, and now it's going to be hard to find someone who's better. All right. So with Doc Rivers, he's already jumped off the DeAndre Jordan bandwagon because after game two, he said, we don't have a center uh, and may still not have uh, Joel Embiid. Uh, But uh, let me turn attention to the this week's Lakers newsletter. You've been doing some video, doing the newsletter, uh, L.A. Times at Dan Wakey Sports on Okay. Uh, on Twitter, yeah. right? The, as Let's we go in the Let's quote. Let's attention to that newsletter. We have to. I got to promote the hell out of it for you there. We're going to retweet that right now. It's Boom! free, by there the you way. Go. Free. Free to everyone, including non-subscribers to the LA to be, Times. To be totally honest with you guys, because it's free, you really only get me at about 40%. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? 40% of Dan Wakey's snark is still going to be better than any, anybody else's top game. I don't want to sit there and tell you I, I drink a lot before I write those, but I'm not going to tell you that I'm not either. No, I'm just kidding. I'm very lucky. That's okay. I'll bring the booze when we meet at the uh, Portillo's down in Buena Park parking lot next hey, week. Hey, great deals. Great deals on beer at that Portillo's. Well, you know what? Drink frosty <laughs> mugs. <laughs> and get a free copy of the Dan Wakey newsletter. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I'll print it out for those that show up for that meetup uh, next week. Uh, the trade LeBron James conversation yeah. uh, of uh, valuation. What do you get? Can you do it? Uh, and how much does he still have the invisible hand when it comes to who, uh, who ends up even getting into the room where it happens with all those 19 people? Oh. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a really fun thought exercise, right? Um, you know, I look, and I, you know, Plashke did it in February. Stephen A. did the other day where they kind of put it out there. And, I mean, look, you look at the Lakers and you, you say to yourself, well, if you're not going to win a title, and by the way, like the, the, the odds are stacked, right? Like a lot is going to have mm-hmm. to go right for them to win a title. Then, then like, you know, either either you're competing to win a title or you're, you're, you're loading up in ways to figure out how to win it as soon as possible. And one way to recoup assets would be to trade LeBron James. He's a player on your team who probably has the most value. Um, <clears throat> now, where it gets really, really tricky, right, is that, though, you don't just trade a player like LeBron James. Like, you're trading a culture. And so, um, and, and you're also trading, by the way, to places that conceivably feel like they have a realistic shot at winning. So, you know, two-thirds of the league is just, like, instantly not a suitor, mm-hmm. right? Like, LeBron's not going to play next year in Oklahoma City. He's not going to be throwing lobs to Lou Dort, you know. On a... <laughs> Although it'd be, he'd probably be excited to see an athletic wing who plays a little defense. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so you know, he's not going to be there. So it's like, okay, well then, where would he go, right? Like, and then you look at a team like Boston, and you say, well, like, would Boston trade Jalen Brown to LeBron James? You know, 
the execs I talked to say no. You know, would would Brooklyn trade Kyrie Irving for LeBron James? The execs I talked to say no. Would they trade Ben Simmons? Like, huh, okay. Like, would you do it for Ben Simmons and three first round picks? Like, okay. Like now we're now we're having a, a conversation maybe, but you know I don't know that the Lakers want to do that. Uh, you, you know, is it is there some is there a, a match in Chicago? Um, with you know, centered around Demar Derozan or something like that. Is there a you know? But I don't know how that gets you to where you want to be in, in three in three to five years. So it, it's a really tricky conversation to to kind of start to match this together. And I think it sort of illustrates you know the weird spot that the Lakers are in, right? Where you have a bunch of players who are probably more valuable to you than they are to anyone else, which just really limits your options. And I think that's true for Anthony Davis, who by the way is like definitely played himself out of trade value um, in a lot of ways because of injuries. Russell Westbrook, who you're going to have to attach picks to, um, you know, almost surely to trade. And, you know, a guy in LeBron James, who is the most win-now player maybe in league history at this stage, right? Like, it's not like, I mean, if you're trading for LeBron James, like, you are doing it to win today because tomorrow there'll be 39. And the day after that, he'll be 40. So it's it, it's it's really really tricky, and and so I think it is an interesting kind of like a lob it out there as a thought exercise. I just think it's far more complicated to accomplish. Not to mention the fact that again, you you know you want to be the franchise that traded LeBron James. Well, you lose the economic impact of uh, the games and merchandise to come when he passes Kareem. I mean, I suppose there's some economic value to that stuff. I mean, I think, like, you know, some of that stuff is a little overstated. Um, that, that you know, tickets are a, a piece of the pie, but, like, they are the, um, you know, to quote the great Mitch Hedberg, they are the, uh, if you find a million dollars, what would you do with it? They are the, they are the donated to charity slice, you know? Instead <laughs> of, like, to keep it or to give it back the much bigger slices of the pie, the pie chart. Um, you, you know, I think uh, I think ticket sales are, are a smaller part of like the revenue, generally speaking, right? Like most teams get their monies from the TV deals and stuff like that, and that money's pretty fixed. Sure. Um, but I, but I mean, I think look, right? Like if you're going to be an organization, and then like the Lakers are a very star forward organization, like I mean, you probably want some of that shine from this amazing milestone, right? Like it is valuable to you, not just today, but it's valuable to you. 30 years from now, um, you know, when people watch that play on YouTube, right? That it's your, that it's your team that is passing your player in Kareem Abdul-Jabbar too, right? That, you know, those numbers are next to each other in the Raptors. Like, like there's value to that. I think long-term and, and the Lakers um, for a lot of the stuff that they get wrong, like they get events like that very right. And so I, I think, um, yeah, I mean, they, they would want that too. Look, I have it. I need to be perfectly clear when you say this. I have not heard anything about them trading LeBron James, other sure. than you know, on first take, um, which is also <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, look, and, and you, where, we broached you know, it with you a while Bob back. Cousy, the place where I heard Bob Cousy is the greatest point guard who ever played, uh, <laughs> you, 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 you know, or so, or he I, was playing against janitors. Yes, exactly, exactly. Right, it's like a guy who like left his left his plumber. That's his plumber pants on the court and put on his basketball. It's just plumber pants? I don't even know what that means. That was pretty good. Uh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. But I think, um, you know, they're like carpenter jeans. I assume they're plumber pants, too, right? Like, that <laughs> might be a style. 
place okay. to put the plunger. <laughs> well, here's the thing, Dan. Uh, you Thanks. know. <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm I'm not going to get my wish, which I think would be everybody's wish? wish. Okay, my wish is right, for Le- no, 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 for LeBron's last year to be in the league. This is what I want the team to be. I want it to be LeBron and Bronny and everybody LeBron has had traded in the last five years. Ooh. That's who I want the team to be. I want Brandon Ingram back. I, I want that team. team. LeBron, Bronny, and everybody who hates him because he had him traded. That's that. Yeah, that's I mean, what I want to follow. That's what I want to see. I mean, it's not you know. You know, I mean, I think. Um, it is a like the LeBroniverse is a very kind of fun like place to be as it expands like later into his career because he obviously still has tremendous influence. He makes a ton of money, um, so he's going to occupy a huge place in your in your salary cap. He's made it pretty clear he is not interested in like the Tom Brady, Tim Duncan take less, so my team can spend more elsewhere. Um, you know, like this is about accumulation. Um, you know what I mean? And add, keep adding commas when you can add commas um, for, for the next chapter. I think, um, so it is interesting sort of just like how much ground, <clears throat> excuse me, do you cede to a player um, in his late 30s, you know, who basically is, you can count on for 60 games. You know, which has basically been the the track record here the last you know three of the last four years. So it, it like I said, it's the Lakers are are in a corner here, and um, I, I don't, I, you know, like I was saying, I, I have not heard that like they're considering turning LeBron James, but 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 I but I think it's like it is sort of an everything's on the table moment. It should be right. Like I mean, what else can they do? It's it's uh, it, the the road ahead is is. Dark and full of terrors, as they would say. All right, so real quick, Dan, before we let you go, uh, tomorrow okay. night we get back into action. Right, there's no NBA games tonight because everybody's watching hockey on TNT. Um, That's right. Either, either the Sixers or the Mavericks have a chance to get back in the series. Um, I, you know, I, I think there is a. Well, no, probably not. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I thought he was um, going to go into a good thought piece. Yeah, yeah I mean, trade look, LeBron look, James and uh, look, come back in series. Embiid, yeah, no. If we see him, if we see him beat on the court, Miami, uh, Philadelphia has a chance, right? Like he's the you know seemingly going to be named the MVP here um, during this series. Um, you, you know, I think if we see him on the floor, I, I think they have a shot, right? So. Um, but a lot has to happen for that to, for the for that ticker, and the Suns just look like a death machine. Mm-hmm. You know, like that is like, you know, if you thought those people were mad at Glenn Taylor, wait till they see what the Suns have been doing to Dallas. Oof. Jesus, it's like yeah, watching the is, Mets play baseball. Oh, look at what it is like, doing it. Too. It is like watching late inning Mets baseball. Thousands <laughs> of friends, just like that. It is like that team, though. It is it, it 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 is just such a like. It's funny because like after spending an entire year like straining my eyes watching the Lakers like trying to be like oh does this team make sense and like kind of like turning the frame a little bit to like you know tilting your head to see if there's like a way that you can kind of construe it and it's like ah. you know it's like you just like the Suns are just like right there in front of you it's like oh good point guard good big guy good wings like oh and everybody plays together like they've got depth they've got energy they've got speed they've got experience they've got like you it just all is like they've got a ton of balance it just makes perfect sense. And um, they are playing like a team that makes perfect sense. 
He's on Twitter at Dan Wojcicki Sports. That is at Dan Wojcicki Sports. L.A. Times NBA insider D-Dub is always appreciated, my friend. We'll talk to you next week. Have fun. Good luck in your interview tomorrow. Guys, thank you very much. If you have, if you know anybody who would like to be my assistant coach, and this is all I would ask, just like, you know, get me to some good golf courses and do most of the work. DM me. Let me know if you're interested. I'll bring you up and I'll bring you you up tomorrow. (laughs) Dan Wojcicki Sports, you could be the guy. You could be the guy. The guy guy behind the guy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, always great stuff. Good luck with that interview, Dan. I mean, he could jump to the top. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.